Before we start, please check out our new podcast, Good Sleep. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2110, Eight Habits to Keep Paper Clutter to a Minimum by Rachel Jones of nourishingminimalism.com and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday and welcome to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free. That's with permission from the authors. And now let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Eight Habits to Keep Paper Clutter to a Minimum by Rachel Jones of nourishingminimalism.com. Papers are easily one of the number one clutter issues in our lives. We are afraid to get rid of something for fear of needing the information on it or needing a copy of it. We feel shame for not filing utility bills and grocery receipts. Aren't we supposed to compare our receipts to our ATM and credit card statements every month? And then there are the sentimental papers, the awards the kids got for good attendance at school, the baptism certificate, the participation award for soccer, and the drawings. Aren't we supposed to cherish every picture our child gives to us? There's not any more room on the front of the fridge, but we have this idea that we are supposed to keep every single statement, warranty, instruction manual, receipt, and note from school. Thankfully, we don't. And here are eight actionable things that you can shift to avoid paper piles crowding your space. Number one, deal with papers immediately, also known as the one-touch rule. Mail. As soon as you get the mail, head right to the recycling bin or garbage and toss all the junk mail. Don't even take it into the house with you if possible. School. Sort backpacks every day as they come in, have the kids do the homework ASAP, and put it back into the bag so it's done and ready for the next day. If there are notes from teachers, permission slips, etc., sign them and put them right back in the backpack. Mark significant events on the calendar with correct info and toss the remainder. Let go of all the drawings, crafty things, etc. that were just sent home for your inspection. If you find something unique, take time to take a picture with your child holding it and spend time talking to your child about the project and then let it go. Church. If you can toss the papers you get from church before getting into the car, you'll be one step ahead. Many churches are cutting back on the amount they hand out in the first place, which is excellent, but even Sunday school coloring sheets can pile up in the car and on the counters. If possible, take time at church to ask your children questions about their lesson, what is going on in the picture or craft project, what was important about the story, and what did your child find the most interesting. Then make it a habit of throwing it away. (gasps) Can you believe what I just said? But remember, the important thing is talking to your child. If you just take the paper home and throw it away in a week, nothing significant would have taken place in conversation. But if you intentionally talk and ask questions and learn the lesson from your child, you can toss that paper without guilt. Number two, have an inbox for all the papers that need to be dealt with soon. Near the kitchen, I have this wooden tray I put all the bills in after I've sorted the mail. Once a week, my husband Brian pays bills and balances the checkbook 
so he knows right where to find all the statements he needs. After he's paid the bills, he tosses the statement part. We keep as few papers as possible, only what we need for records. Number three, have a long-term filing system. Some things need to be kept, tax records, personal records, etc. And for that, I have found that I do best with a drawer system. I used to do hanging files, but I would leave everything in piles rather than file it away. Now, if I receive a paper I need to keep for an extended period, I put it into the appropriate drawer of the cabinet. Number four, set a weekly time to catch up on paper. Make it a habit to deal with papers. Take time out each week to pay bills, etc., that are waiting in your inbox. It's easiest if it's consistent, like every Saturday morning. Once you are in the habit of dealing with them weekly, it doesn't take long and you should quickly be done within 10 minutes. Keep all your stamps and envelopes, extra checks, etc., in one area so you can sit down and take care of everything in one setting rather than running all over the house finding things you need to finish the task. Number five, set as many statements as possible to paperless. Many banks, credit card companies, and various service companies are giving the option of paperless billing and statements. What a wonderful option. You still need to set aside time each week to pay and view and respond as necessary. If you are an out-of-sight, out-of-mind type person, set up a routine of weekly bill paying or set up automatic bill pay through your bank. Depending on your email service, you can have your e-statements automatically filtered into a separate bill folder in your email, making it very easy to find what you need and have your records all in one spot. Number six, automate bills. If any companies you deal with can automatically withdraw, it's a great way to keep the papers at bay. Keep a minimum amount in your checking account so you never stress about being able to cover your bills. Number seven, toss receipts. Okay, not if you need them for tax purposes, but if it's just a receipt from the grocery store or gas station, toss them. If you enjoy looking over your receipts weekly, you can ignore my advice, but if you're struggling with paper clutter, I say let them go. At times, if I have purchased something I need to confirm fills the function adequately, like clothes for the kids, new coffee maker, etc., I'll leave the receipt with it until I've used it and confirmed I will keep it, and then I toss all packaging and receipt. My business receipts go right into the appropriate drawer for business expenses. No other receipts are kept. If you are worried, if you use a credit or debit card to purchase something, the majority of stores can easily pull up any transaction you have made there within the last couple months just by scanning your card, which means they have your receipt on file. Number eight, cancel subscriptions. As with anything, if you love it, keep it. But for most of us, life takes over and those magazines we imagine reading while we sit on our porch swing sipping iced tea end up piled in the corner of the dining room. The only time I have read through a magazine in the last 10 years has been sitting in a waiting room. And number nine, avoid couponing. I completely understand that some people get crazy deals on things with coupons and it impresses me, but I see the downside of it as well. Overstocked pantry, shelves and cupboards, items purchased that wasn't a need, but it was such a good deal I got it anyway, and all the piles of ads to go with them. Couponing only saved me money when I was purchasing prepared foods and cleaning supplies, but since moving to a real and whole food diet, well, let's just say I've never seen a coupon for fresh broccoli or a big bag of lentils. You just listened to the post titled Eight Habits to Keep Paper Clutter to a Minimum by Rachel Jones of nourishingminimalism.com.
One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids 6 to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the Go Henry app. And with their Go Henry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with Go Henry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month, unless canceled. And thank you to Rachel. Wasn't eight tips, it's actually nine. There's a bonus one in there. It's a great list of places where you can start if you're looking to reduce paper clutter. Definitely start with one and not all of these ideas, as we often say across all of our podcasts when we come across list-style posts like this one. If you try to do them all, chances are nothing will happen. And one thing I wanna mention about receipts, Like Rachel, I don't save receipts for gas or groceries because I have a pretty decent idea of what the charge is. So when I see it posted to the credit card, I'm pretty sure it's accurate. However, as she mentioned, if you really want to check it, which I understand because I used to do that, well, you still can eliminate paper clutter nowadays by taking a picture of the receipt and file it into a receipts folder on your phone. You might call that digital clutter later, but If it's really for the purpose of just checking it after it posts to your credit card, then you can delete the photo right after so that can help reduce paper clutter up front. And I do love paperless statements. I really think that's a huge one. And if you automate all your bills and go paperless, it really does have a massive impact on paper just lying around the house. But again, go with what works for you and what you think will eliminate the most paper from your life as easily as possible. I don't wanna add stress to your life by saying you have to do all of these things. Maybe take a look at what kind of paper is cluttering your life up the most. Like is it receipts or tax documents or bills or something else? And then come up with a plan just for that category. So at least you can get one big category taken care of. So let me know how it goes. Have a happy start to your week. Thank you for being here with me and listening every day. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.